ruthless, vicious, and on a mission to possess the power of the seven Dragon Balls. Meet Lord Piccolo. He'll take on anyone to unleash his vengeance on the world. Human power has failed again! Dragon Ball Evolution. Hi guys, welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss some of the most enjoyably bad movies of all time. I'm your host, Kevin Heisinger. Join with me, returning is the epic tiki himself he's a comedian he's a filmmaker he's a podcaster it is luke soin good to see you luke hello i am back good for you good for i'm so glad we got a lot of positive reviews from our tax collector review because it was such oh, yeah. a such a fun bad one such a oh i got a puppy good for you yeah nacho he's a he i haven't taken him outside yet today for a a, a walk so he's a little <laughs> can't use the fancy. w word no, you can't because he'll freak I get, out. I know he gets too excited. I won't say it. It'd be rude. But yeah. tonight we're talking about such a fun film. At least I had fun with it. It's so bad. It's so ridiculous. Not even really. It has almost nothing to do with Dragon Ball Z, I believe. It is just Dragon Ball Evolution, I think. And they're probably yeah. the creators are trying to like scratch it and just call it Evolution because it has nothing to do with it i've never seen the show so i don't know if it has anything to do with it but you said you had watched it in the past so i don't know if you have any insight how faithful this film is yeah i mean i was sorry he has a squeaky toy now <laughs> i was obsessed with dragon ball z for a long time like i used to come home from school and watch toonami on cartoon network and they'd have like the next episode every day because there's just so many episodes and they would like and the show, like, but then, but I think that this movie is more based on Dragon Ball. So there's like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then Dragon Ball GT. And I think that this is supposed to be more the original show, which I've only seen a little bit of that one. But they get, they get like the broad strokes down, I think. It's like, like Goku, he's being raised by his adopted grandfather, right. who I didn't, I forgot was named Gohan, which is his, his son's name later. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. and then Goku, Goku gets laid at some point. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and the, I was reading this like Wikipedia that uh, had the differences, and um, and it's uh, Goku's like he doesn't really care about getting laid or being with Chi Chi. She sort of just like makes him marry her, you know. <laughs> so he's and he's always getting in trouble, and he's always scared of her. So like it was he's different because this one he was just like. Oh, there she is eating a strawberry. Uh, <laughs> I was like so into her. It was to a, a creepy degree, but it happens. And I also, I mean, again, I haven't seen the show, but I don't think that Goku is a white guy. I don't think they yeah. I think they whitewashed this movie a little bit. A little it, it this was before the stop Asian hate thing, you know. I mean <laughs> this is quite a while. It's 2009. So I know. We got Justin Chatwin in this role. Interesting actor. I don't He's okay when he can't. I mean, he was in like War of the Worlds. He was in some other stuff. I really don't. What's yeah, funny? He had, he had a moment where he was that star of a few movies and then kind of hasn't they didn't, worked out that way. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> do so well. He didn't really have the lead guy pull as a lot of these actors do. He was just kind of, he's good at when he plays like an asshole, but he just wasn't, wasn't pulling in the crowd. Sorry, Justin. At least you, he had his moment in the sun what he it's a weird casting because to me it's like it's like the producers were like you know what i think of when i see goku 
the lead singer of Green Day. (laughs) And it's like, let's get some emo kid. (laughs) Let's get. Yeah. It's like, it's like his name should be. Well, I was just about to joke that his name should be Justin, but that is his name. It It really (laughs) is perfect. It's not even a joke. And He, he, he looks like a guy I went to high school with that was named Justin. It probably was him. It was, I don't really know <laughs> where Justin's from, but yeah, I do that opening scene. I will say I was on board. I mean, he's on those stilts or whatever, like these bungee cords and he's kicking his grandpa's ass. Well, grandpa's Slack kicking line. his ass. Yeah. And it was, there's and, a lot of cutting. I don't like when they have to cut like eight times in an action scene. Oh yeah. You that's how that? They make it look like they're moving fast. Like, did you see that clip from taken three where he's like jumping a fence and there's like 30. Yeah. Cuts? <laughs> that's the only part of taken three I've seen, but it's yeah. It, that I guess they just do that to make it look like they're actually moving when they're not moving at all. And there's so many. Oh yeah. So it looks many, like cheating though. It just feels so cheap and shitty to do. Which you know. they already have so much CGI. It's like, why even bother just cutting away from it? But so many yeah. clips, so many, so much shit going on, beating the shit out of his grandpa. It doesn't work out. But then we find out up, oh, Goku, he just he's a lonely guy. He wants to be cool and he just does not fit in with society. This poor kid. Probably it's weird too. Fit. I was gonna say that the action scene you're talking about or the fight scene, there's like this moment where they try to throw in like the dragon ball slapstick humor so like he gets knocked off the thing and then he like like he falls and you're like okay that shot is done and then it cuts to him sliding cartoonishly into like watermelons he does slide into a bunch of watermelons yeah and it's just like it's like one moment in the movie out of like there's like maybe two or three other ones where they're just like oh yeah this is a goofy anime here's he got bonked on the head by a watermelon it's like why yeah It, it just it just doesn't feel it doesn't fit it's it's i don't know it's like building it's like trying to build a lego with connects it just doesn't work <laughs> i feel like they may have had to do some reshoots because like oh yeah this is a kids movie we have to do some some fun something stupid but yeah and then i do like because we get to his high school and he parks his bike but of course that douche what's his name fuller this fucking Dude, he fully runs it over like he doesn't even yeah. knock it over he just <laughs> Like the car Backs eats it up the a little motorcycle. bit, <laughs> pretty much. And then he's like, "Hey, Fuller, you fucked up my bike." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Did you fart? I thought I heard some." This guy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does this say actor. fart. And I love that this actor's name is Texas Battle, which is not. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't look that up. The only thing I've seen him in. This director also did Final Destination one and three, which oh three, hell yeah is so bad and i might have to review it on the podcast because i do i do really enjoy that movie because the entire movie is just them going wait guys you're probably gonna die he's like no i won't and then they literally die right in front of them it happens like (laughs) five different that's the whole film it's just people dying and they go damn we're not i've actually never seen one of those the first one is actually kind of legit like it's kind of different it was clever the idea but it got really bad really fast and now it's not even worth watching but just the first it, one, maybe it seems like one of those it's like the script was probably really cool and uh, and uh like inventive and then when you try to just recreate the magic too quickly you can't capture it you have to have time to like figure out a way to do it again or whatever yeah it, it doesn't work out too well they could not recapture the authenticity but i mean goku is 
I mean, he's like in high school, right? It looked like a college classroom, but he was hanging it, out. It looks like the high school from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. <laughs> it's like this whole movie is like a Disney Channel movie. That's like the feel. It really of it. was. It was so yeah. goofy. It's so over the top. And he's in love with Chi Chi. And she yeah. can't open Who her wouldn't pocket. be, though? Yeah, she was pretty hot. They didn't. There's so many shots of her, just like her tits in this film so many like her outfits <laughs> i remember there's a scene yeah. where she's running down the hallway and it just zooms right in on her it's just like what else would we focus on like just give us what we want i guess but <laughs> that's because master I, roshi was the cinematographer oh <laughs> uh, yeah roshi is in this film played that by part Jack. was accurate because he in the in the manga which i've heard i've never read i've never read a manga in my life or a manga me neither but he uh He's supposed to be an old horn dog, like that's his character. So it's kind of cool that they kept that, I guess, because that's like you know true to the the story. But then, you know, he's a creep, so I don't know how that goes now. Yeah. But and in the only... in the cartoon, they always took that out. They didn't put that in the cartoon for America. Oh, but we kept it for us Americans. We needed to keep that horn dog just like groping and being a oh. weirdo. Yeah, no, I meant the cartoon, like when they yeah. translated it for American audiences, I think they took all those references out. Because oh, if you watch, I think, it, I think, and I've only heard this, I've never like looked, but I'm pretty sure if you watch the Japanese version, he's always looking at nudie magazines and he's just like, oh, like he's always horny <laughs> and stuff. And he's, he's like a bald, short little guy with like a turtle backpack or some shit. Yeah, he was pretty goofy in this movie. He was, and this guy Chow Yun Fat is a respected actor, and it was it pained me to see him in this role. He was so over the top, and I don't know because there's that thing called like ADR where they like if you say a line in a film, but you know you yeah. dub it over in post or whatever. Yeah, every single line he said was like ADR, and I don't know if it was just <laughs> bad editing or if they were trying to do it like the anime style. But the fact that it was him doing it, but it was never Justin or Emmy Rossum, it's like, why? Seems a little racist. I don't know. Are you trying to be true to the show? Is this just a poor editing choice? Like, I really was so confused, but it did. Maybe he has to really focus to speak English well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And they, maybe. I'm not trying to be funny either. Like, maybe he just isn't like in the moment. It's like hard. So he has to, like, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> really, I have no idea. There wasn't much in the trivia. It was just random. Like we tried, and with like a shrug emoji was the entire trivia section on IMDb. <laughs> but and I do like so he gets invited to this party, and we get probably the best scene in the film where it's like you can't come to this part. A geeko. They keep calling him that. They think it's so clever. They say it, it maybe twenty times. The, the house or whatever they're at. It looks like a miniature golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? This, this party looks so <laughs> lame it looks so awkward and weird but goku it's like a shitty hugh hefner's backyard <laughs> like where's the yeah the it's like grotto the, you know it is the pool house to some other cool house somewhere but yeah and then because he keeps swearing to his grandpa he knows he has his powers but he's not gonna fight he's not gonna do it and so what he does because it's like hey geeko you're not allowed to this party like it's not gonna be yeah. a fight it's going to be a massacre. I <laughs> can beat the shit out of you. And Goku goes, okay. And then he just keeps ducking and they keep punching each other. And they end up fucking up Texas Battle's car. But then Texas <laughs> comes out and he's like, hey, like, knock it off. And he's like, oh, yeah, come over here, make me. And so he pulls out these like pipes and they start fighting him. 
and but we get probably the craziest scene in the film because for some reason he ends up on top of texas's car and in order to like get away from him he slides on top of the car with his hair oh his yeah. hair alone that is the that weirdest was, shit it was so bad and it was but i was on board because like these dudes are just beating the shit out of each other and destroying the car and then after everything they're all knocked out cold and goku's just like well I'm still going to go to this party. And he's walked in and then there's still, I'm assuming for the rest hour or two, those guys are still just laying there unconscious. Like, I don't know they, why. They never, I like how they, they look, they all look like background dancers for NSYNC. Yeah. They were such pretty boys just trying to be all tough, but it didn't work. But out. also just their clothes and their hair. It was just so of that. It's actually like, I mean, 2009, it feels like everyone in this movie looks like they're from 2003. Yeah, and this was dated even when it came out. It was very, it was a weird. Yeah. They, it was basically the director being like, "This is what kids do, right? This is hip." Like, yeah. Question mark. These are. Uh, I have a cool. I have a cool nephew, and he told me what to put in here. It's like how uh, Will Eisner used to listen to his son Breck Brecken or Breck Eisner, and he just right. do stuff at Disney World or Disneyland because his son thought it was cool. <laughs> that's like that's what happened. That a lot of yeah. the stuff they did back then, it was because his son would be like that'd be cool dad and he's like all right son <laughs> not only was it out of touch with the youth but he didn't also he didn't watch dragon ball so it wasn't really faithful yeah. to anything but to be fair though there's so many episodes and it's so hard to watch it's a, i think a lot like the show a lot of the episodes of the show are like nothing happens it's just right. two guys powering up for like 30 minutes and yelling at each other and then eventually <laughs> like someone shoots fireballs at someone and it's cool, but it just, you could cut a lot of fat and it would probably be a lot shorter of a show. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't know. I was never really big into anime or any of that stuff. I watched Pokemon briefly when I was younger, but I was yeah. mostly into the trading cards as opposed to the actual show. I just, right. Yeah. It was too much for me. I liked my, I like my cartoons American, but <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Nothing personal. But this poor grandpa passes away like 20 minutes into the film. This fucking guy, they crush his house completely. And because Goku, he feels it, he senses it when it's too late. It's like, oh, damn. Like, too bad is like he has like a spidey sense for stuff that happened 20 minutes ago. And <laughs> it's like, damn, yeah, ah, <laughs> something's wrong. Ah, I should have helped you. I couldn't. But they, they don't really explain his powers either. Like he just kind of. Oh, he, he can do them. this now. Yeah, like when do he what? blows those lockers open. It's like, oh, okay, he has powers. Like, <laughs> because he keeps saying, I'm really powerful. I can beat the shit out of these guys with one fist. But then it's like, yeah. don't use your powers. And it's not even like an origin, like, like a building of, he just has them. And he just doesn't know how to use them yet. It's just totally, yeah, it's really weird. And then his grandpa's like, don't fight the boys or whatever. And then it's like, so then he finds out how to fight them by letting them fight each other. But then there's yeah. no consequences for that either. Not like when he, so it's like, why, why did he tell him not to? It's just like a weird scene that's like, Goku's a good guy and his grandpa is too. And so these are the, it's, it's just like, rules. It's, it's, it's like someone took like a grab bag of little like plot threads or character, you know, like traits and just threw it in there. And they're like, if you put glue on it, it'll stick together for 80 minutes while this movie happens. 
I will say that's why I enjoy it. This movie is barely an hour 20 minutes and it just flew, <laughs> for me it flew right right by. But that's a good yeah, for a bad movie that's a good trait I guess. Yeah. It, that's one of the one um, things it does well is it's yeah. short. It doesn't <laughs> it overstay its welcome. <laughs> And I will say, I mean, the grandpa dies and Goku is just like, ah, damn it. And he has a very, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just. I texted ah. you that. I was like, he's not that sad. He's just kind of like, I mean, he, you know, he does like perfunctory, like, like he's kind of upset and he does like a, and he kind of, and then I forgot. And he yeah, just walks into the house and he does the visual gag of putting his jacket down on his room, but the room is not there anymore. <laughs> it's like five <laughs> minutes later, he's like laughing or, you know, doing jokes. Yeah, I forgot because at the beginning when he's trying to hold back because Fuller's being a dick and he goes <laughs> and he looks like he's taking a shit. His face he has. He's just, oh, I'm so mad. Like, I'm just building up with anger. Could beat the shit yeah. out of that guy, but I won't until later. And then he does, he buries his grandpa, I think, in the backyard or has a little stone for him and he cries a little bit and he goes, well, grandpa, yeah, no one goes to the funeral. <laughs> No, he didn't have any friends already. He just buries his grandpa in the backyard like a like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little pet cemetery. Just ah, oh, but I miss you, bud. Well, he would have wanted me to be happy, and he just lives. He moves right on. <laughs> He's like, I'll just put him in the ground. And I'll put some rocks over him because it's a vaguely Asian thing to do. I don't know if it actually is, but we'll do it. <laughs> We're doing it. That's just this is where your grave is. Couldn't afford an actual one. Maybe someday when I win the tournament. I don't know. Like, sorry, Grandpa. I love you. Miss you. And then he's, yeah. and he moves on. That's it. He's really. It's like that Doctor Evil thing where he has like, oh, if you die, I'm gonna be sad for a little bit. Like maybe like a 10, 15 minute period. I will be very yeah. upset. But he moves right on. And I do love that line where it's like, oh man, I heard about your Grandpa. That's so sad. Your his house like fell on him, and he stops <laughs> and he thinks about it. And he goes, and he has to. Was like I guess house. he is like that witch from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> his house collapsed and he has a moment where he doesn't tell her because he got killed by a guy. And he goes, yes, that is what happened. But it's like, that is what happened, though. Like, his house collapsed on him and he died. Like, he, the only thing you're leaving out is that, like, yeah, it was from a dude from, was it Piccolo? <laughs> it was who right. crashed his house. And, but he just acts like, oh, no, that's not how he died. But it is how he died. Like, why are you <laughs> having a moment where just like, Oh, I can't tell her, but I guess it makes sense because he got murdered. But and which Piccolo looks like the dude from the Flintstones in this movie? Like, oh my dude. god, yes, he does. It, it was so corny, it was so over the top. But I was it's in Spike from Buffy, yeah. I never watched that, but I am familiar with the actor, and he was very upset he, about this. Movie. It's like the only thing that he ever did besides Buffy that anyone knew about was this movie, and it's not good. <laughs> it's so sad because he even went on to like talk shit about it and like express his regret also expressing her regret who i thought was probably one of the saving graces of this movie was emmy rossum and her hair in this movie which had her entrance and she's like oh wait you have one of them and she just shoots goku like they have a whole stand-up and i do love that they're like they have this whole shootout and then he falls over and then she like lays down next to him with a gun pointed at his face. I just thought it was such an odd choice. But and not only it, that, it is weird because it's like it's like they wanted to suggest that they'd have chemistry like that way. And then they just never go that way. 
Yeah, they really not sure because was weirdly enough is both of these two are in Shameless together, and that was kind of her big. Oh, really? Yeah, and Jess I've never like, seen Shameless. I've never gotten into that show. It's okay. It's really depressing. I watched the first season, and it's just it's really it's kind Nacho. of raining. Yeah, Nacho, yeah, shut the fuck up. A lot. Can you <laughs> I'm talk about Dragon Ball right now? Do you understand? Did you hear? Oh my god, dude! It's Nacho. Nacho. Come this here. is staying in the final cut, by the way. Yeah, good. I'm not I mean, editing. Luke's walking here, around. Look. He's about to be bad dog. Bad dog. If, hey, if you guys could watch hey, this, Nacho? you'd see how how sad he feels. Nacho, look at me. Knock that shit off, okay? I, I have a lot of followers. There's a lot going on this podcast, <laughs> and you are fucking ruining it. You are blowing it. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. It really you. needs. He really needs a bit in his place he just thinks he can bark whenever he wants but well he does he does it a lot it is kind of annoying it's like i'm doing shit and it's all junk mail that i got that it wasn't even worth all the barking <laughs> fucking sorry all right it's okay <laughs> but anyway i will say what, I mean, what happens when you do these on zoom at people's houses everyone's just at home shit's going on all right sorry keep going <laughs> <laughs> Emmy Rossum is in this film, and her hair is what really made this film for me. And just her mm-hmm. popping up again, I'm assuming she was not white in the cartoon, but she just keeps. I, it's hard though. I was going to say that because with anime, it's like they have the giant eyes. So you really can't tell. Like once in a while, there's an anime character who does have more like Asian looking eyes, but right. a lot of the time, all the characters are just like super wide eyed looking people. So it's like you can you can literally just assume they're white or you if you're or you could assume they're Asian. It's like you just don't know. And then sometimes there's animes where it's like they're oh, this guy's English or this guy's Swedish and they'll just tell you that. So yeah. Yeah. it's hard to know. She has really. blue hair in the in the show though. There we go. And that's the only discernible trait in her outfits. And I just kept going, like, what year is this movie supposed to be? I was so confused, but they decided yeah. to team up and break into Roshi's house and their fight scene between Roshi Which, and Goku. Why is his his house is like this weird brownstone in the middle of like a lake outside of a city? Yeah, I really... Do you remember? They walk up to it. It's like one house on a little island in like the, the harbor of a New York looking city. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a, a well-lit brownstone. And also Goku's house was like a fucking, like a craftsman, like bungalow style house. Yeah. But it's like they're Asian, but they're not. It's so confusing. It's so I weird. That was, was very confused, especially their whole fight scene. I mean, he pretty much throws Goku like a lot. And this dude would have been yeah. up. Like then he throws him onto the wall. He like yeah. overthrows him onto a table, breaks the table, and Goku's just like, wow. All right. Anyway, <laughs> just gets up not broken spine at all. But then they realize, oh, we need to team up too. Because question mark because there are three of the there are <laughs> because three of the, the script says so <laughs> because oh I knew your father like okay we could have just talked this out I needed to break in I could have probably just called you like I don't know why we had this whole scene we need more fight scenes especially and then Roshi introduce us to this secret underworld that's not so secret <laughs> the fighting <laughs> like. yeah they kind of introduced the fighting tournament stuff and there's like a secret rock where you're supposed to fight meditate and then there's just like people it looks like 
It looks like when you're on the river and you're day drinking on the river, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Except people were like fighting in like karate clothes. I know. It's like it's so secret that it's half a mile away from the main trail. <laughs> it's really, it's kind right. of right there. And I do love we find out Chi Chi's a badass. And she's like, oh, hey, Goku. And the dude just straight punches her and they're in the middle of the tournament because she's caught off. <laughs> There's guard. a like, lot of other... violence on females in this movie. <laughs> there was, yeah. Like Goku accidentally hits Bulma with uh, one of his little key blasts or whatever. Yeah. At least knocks it was, her over. <laughs> it was supposed to be again. This is where like a reshoot was like, oh shit, we need to make this like slapstick. We need to make this kind of funny. But yeah, it was it was odd. It was weird. But we find out that Chi Chi's a bad motherfucker and that she fights. Good for her. Like we get this build up to this tournament that never really happens. And we're just yeah, kinda, we're just kind of doing our own thing. I don't even really know. But. They also set her up at the beginning as like the jock's girlfriend. Like it's that that trope of like the hot girl who's with the popular kids, but she's actually really cool. But she's just friends with them because she is. And then she sees how they treat the the actual guy, and they treat him bad. So then she's like, "Oh fuck you," and she leaves. But they do that within like two seconds when she first yeah. meets, or when we first meet her, and it's like it's just like a weird plot thread that doesn't stick through the movie in any way or like have any impact later. Yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere a lot of these things don't especially i mean what else happens oh i did love <laughs> we're introduced to this other guy and so they're like riding through the oh desert. Yamcha. yeah and they fall basically they would have fallen to their deaths this guy has this thing where he scams people by in the middle of the desert he puts a giant tarp over this cave and if you fall through it then he's going to be up there with a ladder, but he's not going to give you the ladder unless you Venmo him. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> and they have this whole subplot where it's like, we're not paying you shit. And he's like, all right, fine. And they just sit and stare at each other for like five hours. Because then it turns into night and they're still up there and he's just chilling. And such a weird plot line. Just like, oh, I'm a little scammer. It's such a weird scam. and such a weird scene of the film especially this character and then there's so many better ways to scam people than to dig a hole and then tease them with a ladder (laughs) and not only that but finally roshi just says fuck it and he flies to the top i'm like wait you could have done that the whole time and you could yeah beat him but he goes fuck it i'm so bored and they finally we're gonna camp here first and i'm gonna tell this story and then i'll do it yeah it's the perfect time for me to tell the story my people but ends up saving the day and then for some reason they're just like whoa you know what again we should join forces <laughs> because the script yeah. says so we gotta add to this team and i did really enjoy because like emmy rossum and this dude and like a love story for no reason other than he's hot yeah. like, he tried to kill it's, you and rob you but he's hot it's just because they're like two characters that don't have anyone so it's like oh why not because master roshi he's just an old horn dog and then Goku yeah. and Chi Chi. So then it's like, well, those are the other two characters. I guess they better. It's just like, <laughs> it's so lazy. It's just like, yeah, I guess, I guess they'll get together. I don't know. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, I was pretty confused by that. And then also the Yamcha guy talks like a surfer. For some reason. He's like, yeah, dude, no way. I know he was. He has like the blonde haircut. And it's like, dude, it's 
it's weird like why are you now this dude you're whitewashing this dude is not even white like why <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's gone too far it really is too much he's like he's, he went into that machine in die another day where they turn the asian people into white people <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> I, honestly that was the first james bond i had ever seen we went to the theater and i was like this is james bond these movies are terrible like it's just so-, so wacky now that you think uh, think about it it's like there's these korean guys north korean guys and they try to get revenge by becoming white and then like infiltrating european society or something <laughs> I, I remember it being, even when I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, this is what, James, it took me a while until high school that I actually watched the older Sean Connery runs. I'm like, okay, I mean, these don't hold up, but they're still fun. Like, they're still. Yeah, they're always, they always have wacky, you know, like the, there's always a henchman that's crazy. So I think they were trying to go for like, oh, this is the Korean guy who's half turned white. So now he's like a, an albino Korean man with diamonds in his face yeah. from that one accident he had. It's like yeah yeah wrong movie sorry (laughs) and then we just keep getting to this climax i mean it's just like we gotta take down this piccolo guy he sucks he has his own world i don't know he's trying to take over earth or yeah dragon ball world i don't know he's just trying to get revenge against his grandpa's death this goku guy is like okay and that's basically it it doesn't really make yeah he's just he's just bad because he is and you're supposed to not like him because he He's green and evil looking. There's yeah. not much depth there. Yeah, they got this whole master plan, and I mean, their RV. I mean, what is it a plan is? though? It's just take know. the balls and get the dragon. Get the dragon balls. <laughs> dragon Ball Z. I don't know. They're trying to do the evolution. I don't. They don't explain a lot, but I mean, no, they don't. Things happen. The RV turns into a spaceship. They, there's a lot of fighting goku turns into oh that's goku. right it does that that was so like i was just so checked out at that point that i didn't even care that the i was just like yeah whatever they have technology that you know they can do anything they want it doesn't matter yeah it was very confusing i really didn't know <clears throat> and i was very confused when piccolo turns goku into a werewolf and that was a whole part of the climax i didn't oh yeah so well, so that is actually in the in the comics and Ganon. the show. What Ganon? It's Ganon with the Dragon Ball. Oh, Ganon. <laughs> yeah, because basically, well, it's weird because they don't really do it later as much. But basically, Goku's an alien. He's a Saiyan, so he's from another world. And they they he's supposed to have a tail also. Like in the in the show, he when he's a kid, he has this little tail, and then that means that when the moon comes out he turns into this giant monkey person but in the in the show it's like it's like a king kong size not not like just a 10 foot tall guy it's like a 30 40 foot tall monster and then you know he goes crazy he destroys everything and then the way you stop him is you cut his tail off and then he turns back into a normal kid so then i guess like in the in the show like they get rid of goku's tail so he never turns into the monster anymore but then he gets powerful and turns into a Super Saiyan and all that later on. So I don't know. It was weird that they decided to like. It's a nice twist. Like, oh, you were the monster the whole time. But it was also like, it it didn't feel like there was enough hinting for me to be like, oh shit. It was just like, oh yeah. okay, I guess he has to. Then there was like this vague 
character development where he had to be in tune with himself, but there's not very many times where he's not in tune with himself. So it's like, <laughs> you know, they don't have evidence of that leading up to it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, he just pretty much defeats the Piccolo and they're just like, all right, we did it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You know, oh, but Roshi died and he gets his one wish where he gets to br- doesn't bring his grandpa back. He brings Roshi back like this. Fucking yeah. Weird, this weird motherfucker that keeps groping everybody. He's this little horn dog. But like, who cares? But he just kid? met like a day ago. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we got to bring Roshi back. We can't bring my grandpa back, even though like he really doesn't give a shit about his grandpa. He's not at all. Just that's what he said. He's like, on his birthday. His grandpa goes to the stairs with the cake and he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it is, the, the story of the grandpa is very much a tragedy and we just blow right past it. But he's like, you know what? Again, grandpa wanted me to be happy and this is my this is my happiness. My happy place is just fighting random people and just being yeah, just super saiyan. I forgot that was a Dragon Ball thing. I don't, again, I haven't seen the show. I probably, it's too late. I don't think I should get into it. I think I'm too old, but it'd probably be hard. It's it's a it's it's not that great of a show to watch because, like I said, there's just so many episodes that are filler. Um, they just do a lot of sh- like. There's just so many episodes where like they go from here to there and nothing happens, and then they're like charging up. Like I remember, there's like a whole sequence on Piccolo's home planet in Dragon Ball Z. Like when Pic- Piccolo eventually becomes a good guy, like in Dragon Ball Z. And he's like a protector and he's nice and he's good. And they go to his planet and there's Dragon Balls there. And they're trying to use those because they already used up their wishes on Earth. So they need a wish. So they have to go there. It's stupid. But there's like whole episodes where Goku's just sitting there and he's like charging up a thing called a spirit bomb. And there's like, it's probably five or six episodes in a row where all they're doing is Goku is like this just hoping that the, the bad guy's not going to attack him while he's doing this. And somehow the bad guy's not, it's just, and I would like race home from school every day to see <laughs> nothing happen. It was, but it was the, really sad. It was a product of its time. It really, I, but I do, I, we forgot that this movie ends with a total like Rocky three rip off where it's like, you want to ring the bell goo, Goku? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. And, Chi Chi and him, they have a whole thing where they're about to fight and it freeze frames. It's the exact same thing. Only difference between is like this one is again violence against women. Like, why are they? <laughs> I thought these two were going to hook up. Like, why are they fighting? Because they accidentally. That's how they her. fuck. Yeah. They fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's their fourth And they're fucking. It's really, it's interchangeable in the Dragon Ball universe. I really, I don't know. But. I mean, I had fun. I don't know. Would you recommend Dragon Ball Evolution? No. <laughs> you Never. Know, you did not have fun with it. Because I think I like I told you this earlier. I don't know if we said it on the pod or if I texted it to you, but it just it wasn't even like good, bad. It was just to me, it was just kind of like really inconsequential. Like it was it felt like a million producer hands were on this movie and the people who made it were not fans of the material. And they didn't really want to do it justice. They just wanted to make a movie that was based on something and try to make some money. And then it's just like, it's like a bad Power Rangers movie or a bad (laughs) Disney channel. Like, it's just, there's not a lot of character or fun or like style. It just feels like it's stealing, like it's stealing Matrix influence. It's stealing, you know, that weird quick cutting shit that they did that at that time. It's just, 
Yeah, I just don't like it. Did you stay after the credits? There was like a scene. Oh, I missed it. Um, well, I still have the DVD, so I could probably pop it in. Oh, do you want me to spoil it for you, or do you Please, want to pop it in? <laughs> uh, there's like a woman, and it kind of looks like the lady at the very beginning that Piccolo first steals a Dragon Ball from, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm racist for saying that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I inadvertently. I No, I, but it did look like the same lady. It was like they just got a lady who looked very similar, and she's like, she brings some water into a bed and then the bed, the guy in the bed rolls over and it's Piccolo and it's like, oh, he's still alive. Oh, no. And you're supposed to be like, oh no, what's going to happen? And we're it's like... Set up for a sequel that just did not happen. I will say, yeah, never the, the budget was 30 mil. It ended up making like 55 worldwide. So it wasn't a total failure, but fans of yeah. the show were not happy. So there was no sequel. Womp, womp. But I will say, no, I mean, call me crazy again. I might need an MRI, but I enjoyed this movie. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so I didn't watch the show. I have nothing like no reference. Yeah. So I don't, I'm sure it's not faithful, but it's just so stupid. And it's just like this origin story you've seen a million times, but the whitewashing makes it so inappropriate. And like this Roshi <laughs> guy is so, and just like so much shit happened. I kept going like, wait, what? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are they fighting? Like, what is happening? And these subplots and the fact again, it's an hour twenty minutes. Amy Ross hair is so funny, and it's just it's ridiculous. So I I do recommend it, kind of just like have a. I'm have, happy that you enjoyed it, honestly, because I I didn't, but I'm glad that somebody at least I might be one of the only people, yeah. But and I bet okay. the director would be excited too. But I'm yeah. talking shit about it, so he probably wouldn't, because I'm talking about how it's bad. It's so bad that it's good. He didn't really. Yeah, bet, he, went, he went. I bet he would agree with TV. you. James Wong. Yeah, he went, I think, back to TV. This was like his last film. He realized he couldn't do. Yeah, films. I was just going to look up and see what else he's done. Yeah, he did Final Destination 1. <clears throat> okay. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah, 3, which was bad. And then I think this was like Ooh, the nail in the grave. He produced the one. Uh, he produced a lot of films. Yeah, like that never been decent i don't i don't know he's he's james wong okay he can do what the fuck oh, okay like he, he oh he directed it. he directed the one so he did final destination the one final destination three dragon ball evolution and i think this movie kind of ruined his directing because then since then he's only done tv shows <laughs> yeah he knew just like you know I, I think he got a lot of hate mail from the dragon ball fans and it just that was about it the nail in the coffin he's like I, i'm just gonna stick to what i know I don't think the one was a very good movie either, but when I was a kid, it fucking ruled. I will say, I mean, the first Final Destination, it's ridiculous, but the way that they did it, it wasn't, I was on edge. Like, I was like, okay, like, I don't know why you had this premonition. I don't know why death is stalking you. Doesn't make yeah. sense, but it's interesting. Like, I still, <laughs> the characters were likable enough and the stakes were high. So I do recommend the first Final Destination. Mm -hmm. yeah there we go do you have anything you want to promote like your social media you want to plug your twitter uh well i would say this you can go to my youtube channel youtube.com slash epic tiki comedy and you can find my directorial debut effort hey. i've created a short film called canceled and you can watch that i think it's good but maybe it deserves to be on this show i don't know 
<laughs> I'm not gonna review anything my friends make. That'd be rude. <laughs> that would be that would be kind of. I would be down to do that. You know, if you want to do like yeah, a short roast episode. your own film. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I can make fun of myself. I don't. I honestly don't. I think it was good. I mean, it's not like we had great character development or anything, but I'm really happy with how it turned out. I think I'm. I have a. I, we have an idea for a sequel. I haven't had time to write it yet, but I'm going to. And I will say, I'm try to make it bigger and better. I will say, yeah, you're a talented filmmaker. And a lot of the things I've seen, I know you helped Spencer with one. It's filmed very well. And not only that, but it's funny. So I would definitely be down to collab for something. I'm in LA, so it's going to have to be through Zoom. We're just going to make a Zoom movie. Like, yeah. Unfriended 3. I'd be down. That'd be, that movie, that's a fun one. We should do Unfriended on this podcast. That movie's fucking crazy. It's free on Netflix. But Oh, is that... That's what I I did like a trailer for that, right? Is that the one you're talking about, the dark web thing? Um, I like the first one because it's weirdly enough, it, like it didn't hold up back in the day because who Skype calls their five friends and they just all hang out. Yeah. But with COVID, now it kind of does <laughs> hold up. Yeah. And not only that, if you get high and watch that movie on your computer, and it looks like you're the lead character, it is trippy as fuck and not only that <laughs> but like it's such a like it's a stupid horror movie but it's like so over the top and it's kind of self-aware i do recommend mm-hmm. unfriended it was so bizarre and just again like the fact that it like takes place on your computer obviously that movie searching did it a lot better that was like more of a serious film but if you're looking oh for, yeah like, i heard horror, about that the horror aspect is what pulled me into unfriended did- it's so ridiculous did you see, I did a, I took the trailer for the sequel and I inserted myself and my friend Daniel into it. Oh, I did not see that. I'm going to have to check that it's, out. It's on, your, it's on your YouTube. I'll send it to you. It's, <laughs> yeah, I flashed my, well, you'll see. <laughs> it's good. I think it, I was really happy with how we, we added, added to it because I found a way to like give me and my friend a bunch of dumb lines to joke about. Because it the trailer, it's just so like, these people are overacting into their computer cameras. It's just like really sad. Yeah. So it's like fun to make fun of it because it's like so heard, silly. But I heard the second one was bad. I tried watching it. I didn't even know what it was about. I think I turned it off after five minutes. But the first one was legit, typically. Okay. It goes with horror films. But yeah. maybe I'll watch it someday. <laughs> no pressure. But yeah, thanks for being on. This was fun. I appreciate you. Next time I'll, I'll pick a better movie. <laughs>